This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bryce, Bryce, you brought up that is audiobook even reading? What do you think yeah, about oh. that? Oh, I have opinions. Okay. <laughs> You're on a podcast. Let's do right. it. <laughs> exactly. Opinions into the ether. That's what we do. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Tudor Ramble, episode 58. We are your hosts. I'm Austin. That I'm is Richard. And guess what? We have a special guest today. He is another booktuber named Shelf Centered. Bryce, welcome to the show. I'm going to, can we rename it to three to, to Ramble now? Is that um, cool? uh, we'll, we'll take it under advisement. We'll see if you're worthy, okay? We'll see. <laughs> uh, Bryce, Bryce has a great booktube channel. Go check him out. And he he talks all books, Stormlight stuff, everything we do, but a little bit more eloquently, I'd say. He's a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. So he has children. We are children. There's a big difference between Bryce and us, all right? (laughs) So today we're going to be discussing the three big ways of reading and digesting books. We're going to be talking physical books. Audiobooks, ebooks. What are our favorites? Are there problems better? Which one's worse? Are, is one of us a snob or is, you know, we're asking the big questions here. And since we got Bryce as a guest, let's let's lead it off with you of which is the superior form of digesting your books. Oh, man, I got an even more specific too. I'm going to say um, mass market paperback. Mass market. Really? I'm mass throwing market. The gauntlet, throwing the gauntlet right now. That I think is... The worst way to consume books. <laughs> Wait, you just skipped over hardcover, skipped over trade paperback. Which, spoilers, by the way, if you're going to read a physical book, trade paperback. The way to go. You know, we should ask Bryce questions, cut him off, talk about why he's wrong, <laughs> ignore him the whole time. All right, Bryce, let's let's give the lawyer his stand. Go ahead. I, I'm just here to, like, give give fodder, right? Like, you guys just, just, just uh, go, go, go. This is great. <laughs> No, no, Bryce. What, so trade paperback. Oh, sorry, mass, mass market. I, I mistakenly said that because it's so shocking of news to me. So, why mass paperback? You're like, I can't even say it again. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like it just feels good in the hand, right? Speaking of Sanderson, this is my beat up copy. Um, it just, I don't know. There's something, and maybe it's just about like the rem, like 
how I read as a kid and that's like what I had access to or something, but it just, it feels good. And especially when you get those like huge tomes and you're like this much into it, it's, mm -hmm. it's even just more so as opposed to, to a hardcover. Now I love the looks of a hardcover. I'm not saying like they look much better on a shelf. Absolutely. And then you like, I haven't even addressed the fact that what do I actually read more right now, which is audio. So I'm all over the place. Okay. 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 Well, you're along with I think most people, most readers now listen to audiobooks rather than physical books. That's why Audible is such a huge market in yeah. the industry. But that's actually something Austin and I disagree on. I personally see how audiobooks and physical books are basically the same. Uh if if a book requires me to reread passages, then okay. Audiobooks are not for that's not for that book. So complex sci fi. Right. All right, I want to physically read it. But yep. other than that, it's about the same. This guy over here apparently just can't get into audiobooks. If it's an audiobook, he just won't like the book. <laughs> you see, the problem, and first off, I, ha I did some research here, and I'm going to throw in a stat at you guys, okay? Oh, not fair. <laughs> no, it's a stat that went off of what you were saying. Of just, oh, okay. It, it's a curious piece. Over 23% of U.S. adults stated that they've listened to an audiobook over the last 12 months. This was in 2021. So it's like about a quarter of America says they've listened to at least one, which that's a very sizable amount. I don't know what the reading numbers are, you know, as physical books go. So it's very popular. It's a great way to consume books. But for me, it is tough. And the number one reason why being, I'm, I feel like when I have an audiobook on, I'm always able to do something else. So I could be in the car driving, and obviously that's more monotonous, or I could be cooking and doing something else. And my brain, for some reason, it's just, a little bit tougher to focus on two things at once. And when I'm trying to get involved in some of the best epic fantasy, like my Stormlight, my anything, it it lowers the emotion just a bit because my mind is even a percent elsewhere. So that's why I, I prefer trade paperback, emphasize trade paperback, but <laughs> I prefer the physical book just so I can digest it all. If it's a book I care less about, I'll listen to the audiobook in the background. But do you, Bryce, do you have that problem with audiobooks at all? Oh man, that's a good question. And and I think, I mean, just to lawyer you guys a little bit here. Um, <laughs> that's not even at all. Hey, I was at I was in mock trial in high school. I got yes. I got this. I ju I judged a mock trial uh, competition a couple of years ago and I was like, this is this is interesting being on this end, you know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I watched my cousin Vinny. I'm I'm qualified. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. That's the best. <laughs> Uh, well, it, just to like put a, a stat, you know, like, I don't know, for a while there, it was, I don't know, there was like a stat that was like only like, it's something ridiculous, like something so low that I can't even think of it right now, but it's like 10% of people even read a book after high school or something, right? Ooh. Like it was something just like so ridiculous that I'm like to hear that stat on, on, because audiobooks are like so popular right now and go, oh, people are actually like able to read again and that's that's kind of a cool uh, thing but i i do i i will say i'm not i'm i'm i i have actually a, a video it's like it's one of those where it just slowly starts creeping up and suddenly it's like my second most viewed video whereas when it started it was like meh um, but it, it's comparing all the audiobook apps 
and one of the biggest thing out of them is like the fast forward rewind like you can do 15 seconds usually or 30 seconds and i am a big proponent on hammering that rewind the 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 go back mm. just 30 seconds if you missed it i'm i'm constantly doing that which i'm sure would drive some people nuts but absolutely even i consider myself a pretty experienced audiobook reader and again that's always an argument is it reading um we could get into that uh <laughs> and uh so you know I, I do a lot of them now and and i constantly have one going so i can focus way better now than like when i started for sure everything is like squirrel you know whatever oh what did i even you know but i feel like i can do that with physical like i have a physical book and i can literally read every single word on a page and go what, what was that <laughs> you're totally right about the rewind when rich and i are in long drives we've listened to a couple audiobooks together i have to rewind quite a bit frequently but, and it annoys me and he <laughs> hates me for it so we, oh yeah it pisses me off <laughs> And I have to, I missed something important. I was, if I'm dry, I just, some, like you said, squirrel. Oh, look, there's a, something over it's there. It's a whole then, 30 seconds though. It, oh God. Uh, like you sometimes adjust, you'll do you, it like three, four times in a row. And I have to listen to the same thing five times. All right. It's not that bad. <laughs> I, I learned because somebody actually pointed out because I did that video. They were yeah. like, you can actually adjust audible even the, the rewind to 15 seconds because that's what i prefer that's like if you want to oh. go 30 you can still go 30 mm -hmm. but you know you, you sometimes just need a 15 that's all just a quick like get back a little bit hmm. oh we gotta adjust that for the next drive yeah that'd probably be smarter yeah <laughs> audiobooks but <laughs> bryce bryce you brought up that is audiobook even reading what do you think yeah, oh. about that Oh, I have opinions. Okay. <laughs> You're on a podcast. <laughs> Let's do <Right>. it. <laughs> exactly. Opinions into the ether. That's what we do. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, let's see. I First of all, yes, I would say. But the thing is, it always depends. What is your definition of reading, right? Um, so is it actually like reading? And if you consider reading like with your eyes reading, like then it's not reading, I guess, right? Like if, if, if reading can only be with your eyes, sure. But if you can say, have I read such and such books? Like I feel like an audio book, if you've read it on audio, you can say, I have read those. I know. And, and so I think the, the, the point about it being like, Yes, you can, you know, you're, you're not technically reading, you're listening, right? That's the, the you're using your ears, you're, That's you're hearing. That's such lawyer talk, um, I love it. It's like, let's it's, look at the definition, the definition, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's where I'm going with it is, is it like, can you say you have read a book having only read it or listened to it on audio? Absolutely. Because you, you, I mean, what's the difference for me? I, I read a regular book in, you know, a regular book, a, a physical book in the slowest way possible, which is to have a monologue going in your head, right? Just like I learned in school. I know a lot of people can just, mm -hmm. they just blaze through and, and read much faster. Like even my 12 year old son, he like blazes through these Sanderson books, man. I'm like, you're already like, you've read every single thing. I have nothing left to give wow. you. Oh my, your 12 year old son's reading <laughs> oh, Sanderson books. It is insane. Oh yeah. And I'm wow. like, I can't even keep up. He's like reread. He's like, can you get me a uh, rhythm of war again? I want to read that again. Uh, <laughs> your oh, son's going the, places. Yeah. He, he read the newest, the secret project. What is it? The, the magician or whatever. Uh, already? The, already? In, 
Oh, in like the first day, it was like I gave it. I was like, "Here you go. I know you're just gonna be done soon." And it was like, Price, "Oh, I'm, I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah. you're already done the night of." <laughs> I, I mean, no offense, but you need to pass the mantle of your channel to your son already. Yeah, I, I'd rather <laughs> let's get your son on the podcast instead of you next time. <laughs> oh, I said I was like, "You can get anything your video earns. I will give you every bit of it, all three cents. You will get it. <laughs> all yours." <laughs> That, that and by the way, totally agree with your thoughts on uh, on audiobooks being reading versus is it actually reading? Yes, is it technically the definition? If you consider with your eyes, what do you think, Rich? Because I, I on, think everything was accurate there on the outcome of it. So uh, there's effectively no difference in outcome of if you've read a book physically versus you've read through an audiobook. So mm -hmm. you ultimately you know all the characters, the plot lines, you. If asked about the book, you can answer questions. So it's effectively no difference. However, I do think the act of physically reading with your eyes, there are certain skills that come from that that you do not get from an audiobook. So when you physically read, you are gaining certain skills. And I think one of it is probably focus and your attention span. It can be honed when you physically read versus when you're listening to an audiobook. It's just in it's in your head like how I read audiobooks is driving or walking and my, my mind is just because when I drive, I'm not using any of my brain. It's just complete autopilot. autopilot. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I can focus yeah. solely on the book and it's fine, but you're just not totally present versus I could always listen to a book, uh, listen to an audiobook for hours and hours. It's fine. But with a physical book, you have to train yourself to a certain degree. Like when you first start, it's hard to get like 15 minutes of solid reading in. But then if you practice that, you can read for like an hour at a time or two hours. Mm. So I do think you are missing a tangible skill. So you empathize with my point. And it's a little tougher for me to listen to audiobooks. And I can yeah, sympathize also because me personally, I read a physical book twice as fast as I can uh. listen to a book. Unless, so, oh, Bryce, do you ever do that on your audiobooks? Do you ever do 1.5 speed or something like that? Oh, man. Yeah, I can't even, like, it's like nails on a chalkboard to go regular speed. I have to at least do 1.5. Uh, it, it does depend on the narrator, right? I've done some up to two. That's getting into a little too crazy, but okay. it's doable on some, especially on a reread. Uh, and then... 1.5, 1.25 I've even done just when it's like they're they're already kind of a quicker uh, narrator. I feel like a lot of them kind of the way you're almost taught to read, I'm guessing, I'm assuming in, in audio book reading school. Yeah. It's right. <laughs> like to, to, to just read it slow and then you won't mess it up and you just, and then people can get to the speed they want to get to. I always find when you speed it up, you'd lose some of the cadence and it, it really, I, I can't listen to a 1.25 or a 1.5 on audible because then it it kind of bugs my brain of like it feels <laughs> wrong like i can well, notice it going too fast and just so we're the, the voice from... is a little higher now yeah. and it's right yeah so, especially so... with like a star wars book the star wars books they include like pew, pew, doo, Oh, did they? <laughs> and like, and, so and, the music, and then so you have the music like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, so we have three different perspectives then where Bryce needs it at 1.5. You need it at one. 
I can't even listen to it at zero. You have it's to like, listen to I it three times. Three times. I have to rewind, play it in 0.5 speed. Yeah. So they really that, spell it out. So, is that negative at that point? Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> it's rewinding the book. I start at the end. <laughs> oh, I, complete tangent here. You, have you heard of these people, Bryce? Have you heard of the people that start and read the last chapter of a book to see if they like it? Oh, I think have they're you, crazy. They're okay. monsters. Okay. And actually, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna. Sh- uh, they probably died throw, here. I'm gonna throw my mother under the bus here. Oh, because I know you're. I know you're watching the podcast. Oh. I know you, for some reason, don't care about spoilers and are perfectly fine reading the last page and last chapter oh, of yeah. a book. You're a monster, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I'm, well, I'm gonna- this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm going to wait for the call Monday morning. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation too of spoilers. Like that's a, that's a whole nother tangent we oh, can yeah. get on to. But keeping it with the keeping it with the frame of this, audiobooks are still still reading, and you still got the book just like everyone else did. It, different capabilities. Some people prefer it. You guys more than me for sure. I do think it helps as well. With uh, here, here's another stat for you guys: that according to the Pew Research Center, this is very recent. About sixty four percent of American adults say they have read a book in the past twelve months now. And I think that's increased. This is 2022. I think that is really increased because of audiobooks. I don't yeah. think, and and also because you know, late COVID and people probably going yeah. inside more. Reading became more of a hobby. Audiobooks more accessible. So kudos to audiobooks for being a huge oh, yeah. gateway. Into, I think into also, a a not insignificant factor yeah. is, you know, TV and movies have gotten just progressively worse, and so yeah. got to get that's back to classics. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get back to Old Faithful. Oh, I so hope our Stormlight and Mistborn and all those adaptations are good. I, I trust Sanderson. I trust he's gonna get a good team together. You better. Oh. We put too much faith in that man <laughs> for him to I'm, fail us. I'm frankly at a point where it's like, just let's just not have adaptations. Like, if we're just not gonna do it perfectly, like, I just <laughs> not do. Like, just don't Honestly, even go there. Isn't that so sad that most so fantasy sad. fans now are, like, not not like even five years ago, like, but five, 10 years ago, whenever an adaptation was announced, all the fans oh. were super excited. Like, Oh my God. Yay. We get to see it on the screen. Like, it's going to be so cool. Oh, yeah. And even if it wasn't particularly good, it normally had some type of like heart or charm to it that it didn't like, Oh, they got it wrong, but it didn't, it didn't feel malicious or bad where nowadays it just, is just a defeated sense of please don't adapt my favorite thing. Like you hate us, don't you? Whoever adapted this, I feel it in my bones. It feels that way, and, and this is more of just a selfish kind of thing. Where when I was reading uh, the Wheel of Time, uh, and I, I was no, I was talking to someone about the Wheel of Time, and they said, "Oh, the TV show? Yeah, I thought it was okay," and I'm just sitting there going. No, not not the TV show. Please don't think of the TV. The books. The books. And yeah. it makes me sad because that's their impression of the Wheel of Time is the TV show, not the books. So it 
taints its legacy, its image, its brand. It does. Absolutely. And then you have the once in a generation Lord of the Rings where it, Oh yeah. You know, it brings the brand to a whole new level and it gets people into the books as well. Whereas more recent adaptations. uh, Yeah. Rings of power. Yeah. Rings of power where that I'm so afraid that one day I'll I'll say the word Lord of the Rings to a younger folk and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I saw rings of power. That'll be their first introduction. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I, I I ruined the day. Oh God! Did you see Brandon Sanderson's reaction to Dan Wells' uh, (laughs) rating of it? I think it's like the best thing. He's just grimaced. Oh yeah, like like, it's like an eight out of ten. He's like, like, Bryce just gave the perfect face. That's exactly what Sanderson looked like. Is exactly like that. (laughs) He goes eight, eight, eight out of ten. No, so good. Yeah. Okay. uh, Going from audiobooks, what do you guys think of eBooks versus physical books here? What what do you think is a big advantage? And I'm going to toss one out into the ether for you two. I think a huge pro of ebooks, although I prefer my physical books, is you can note take without ruining the thing, and it's kind of yeah. cool that you can go back and have tabs. It's much easier. The best part about ebooks for me personally is being able to mm-hmm. lay on my side mm-hmm. in bed and read without an awkward yes. angle. Because <laughs> if you're on your side in bed, inevitably one. So, like one half the pay, the book is like on the bed or in the air. And so you have to constantly shifting and moving it. And it's so awkward and it's terrible. I hate it. But with an audiobook, like I can set up my pillow and just lean it against it and just very easily read it. It's in the, it has a backlight so I can turn off the lights. Right. That's the but, best part about an ebook. But, but then you have to get your your finger into the cold air. It's just terrible. <laughs> oh, you know what I did? I have, it. I have an I have an arm that can hold a tablet, and it sticks to my headrest of my bed. And so I literally am laying down with my head in the like head on the pillow, and this arm is holding my e reader. <laughs> in there and so i don't even have to hold it anymore i just read and then occasionally swipe yeah i'm surprised you don't have a clicker at this point just oh i should i should that would be great that way i don't have to move anything yeah is that a thing i want if that's an option i'm getting it (laughs) it's awesome i oh i love it it's especially when like i it can also hold my switch and so i can lay in bed and just play the switch well fully reclined which, which is one of the detriments to you like a big hardback you know oh, oh yeah <laughs> it's every time <laughs> now, hey hardbacks you gotta whoa 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 we went way off here oh, oh man you, i'm sorry you lawyered us out of this what wait no we you need to get back to your defense of mass paperback i don't know how you connived us this whole time he knows I, he doesn't have an argument so he deflected. Ah, that's what he did i see i see we call you to the witness stand, sir. <laughs> i tell i permission tell to treat the, the wi- witnesses hostile <laughs> yes <laughs> so mass paperback we need to get back into why mass paperback i just it's just it's so like i i, I honestly do feel like it's like probably just like because that's what i you know would read as a kid and it just it, like it was small for a kid, you know, it's like so I kind of like that and, and, and grew to 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 be used to that. I, You know, it's just I am so nervous with my hard covers, I think, too, that like I don't want to harm them. <laughs> I need them like pristine on my shelf. I take off the jacket to read them if I do have a hard cover to read and I, I want to keep them pristine as much as I can. And oh, crap, I just 
you know, harmed the page or whatever, uh, or, or accidentally like sat on it or something, you know, <laughs> as done that, that sadly. that's the beauty of a trade paperback. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's the beauty of it. You get all of the, you get the best of both worlds. It's the best part about a trade paperback is you want to hand me my wheel of time there. Oh, here you go. The, we have it on, on the best display. reading experience is being able to just when I'm at a table, Oh, it yeah. holds the page perfectly. It's that. soft and nice big pages to easily read. The pages are a better quality. And you know what's even better about it? This isn't a hardback. So, okay. It's great. <laughs> Did you just Daniel this. Green that? Yeah. I not believe I saw Daniel Green right there. <laughs> now, in Bryce's defense, okay, I will say this. You got on something. You're convincing me a little bit, okay? The one thing about mass paperbacks is when you read them, it does look lived in. It looks like, you know, you put that on your shelf and you go, I remember when I tore through that. Look at the, look at how much yeah. I destroyed it. Yeah. And there's a satisfaction. Like a yeah. yeah. No, I, I like, get like that. Like my skate shoes with my, when I attempted the skateboard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and look at this. You, you have no proof that Richard has read The Wheel of Time. He is yeah. a con artist. Look, yeah, look how pristine it all is. I will never yeah. read those books. I will never talk. Like, that. Oh, I'm never opening the pages. No. Yeah. They stay that way. <laughs> I just opened my tress and was like, am I allowed to do this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Doing this. yeah. This is a wonderful looking book. I, I do can't yeah. wait to... Thing is, I don't have many opportunities to read a hardback book because I, I just generally don't read hardback. I'll, if I like a book well enough... Like, I'll read the trade paperback or mass market if it's not available. And then if I like it enough, I'll buy the hardcover to put on the oh, yeah. shelf. That's the unless way to go. The, unless it's new. Unless it's, like, super brand new, then I can only buy the hardback. But other than that... It, it, honestly, that's a big reason why a lot of indie authors should send... Oh, this is so... It's going to sound selfish, but this is not, I promise. <laughs> but I was just listening to this in a video from Daniel Green where indie authors should send their PDFs, their eBooks to... As many people as possible. It doesn't not matter because even when you get that ebook, so many readers are inclined to them. If they like it, they'll buy the physical book. They want yeah. it on their shelf. It doesn't hurt and you monetarily. It gets it. You get your book out there. Still more. free. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody who has one, send it at tutoramble@gmail.com. <laughs> That's where the selfishness comes in. But Bryce, have have you done that where people shoot you out emails going, "Hey, uh, can can you read my book?" and those sorts of things. Absolutely. I used to, so I started out, man, uh, as an old, I'm an old man. We've established that. I'm glad we, we've gotten there. Uh, back in, I want to say 2009, 2010-ish, I started blogging, right? Oh. And that was like the thing, right? It was, you know, I, I could have been a like cool guy that was on the head of BookTube and done YouTube, I guess, but I, I was not, I'm not ahead of the game. I'm a follower of the game. Um, and so, that's where it kind of started. But I learned very quickly, like what happens is because, yeah, it was just like, you know, I'd get and I don't think I think the big publishers are a little more stingy. But, you know, I'd get my tours and my my orbits and my, you know, uh, Pyre, I think is still printing stuff. Um, uh, anyway, just 
you know, and they just stack up and they, they're beautiful. But the, 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 the issues, you know, because I'm going to look a gift horse in the mouth here, uh, <laughs> is that you see them and you're like, well, I have to read that new shiny, beautiful thing mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> coming in every month. But they start to dictate your whole TBR, right? And then like yeah. suddenly it's just uh, what yeah. other people want you to read is what you're reading when it's like, wait, I also buy too many books. I also yeah. like... You know, so it's not like I, you know, or or I already have a thousand extra books I haven't even read yet, you know, that I bought. And it's like, so I don't, I don't hurt for books. So it was something that I learned that it was like, you gotta, you know, I'm always happy. And that's why my new policy has been just to like, go, I will feature anything in a, in a book haul, you know, send it to me, fine. But I make zero promises anymore. I used to promise way too much. And I just would disappoint right. literally everyone, especially myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we, it's we are hard. just starting to run into that problem, too. Where it's, it's going to get to the point where we have to go, hey, we, we have to look at what we can physically do with our time. Yeah. yeah it, time of the day, you know. And, and I did hear. Sorry, Rich, you had a point. Oh, I was just saying for our time now is we, yeah. we have a book club. Uh, for mm. Patreon subscribers, if you want to support us, uh, we do a book club once a month. And part of our... He's talking to the audience, or not you, Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. But so and now part of our, our obligations, especially, is we need to read the book club book of the month. Yep, yep. We're doing Wheel of Time. So that's two yeah. books. And then on top of that, anything else that comes our way right. for beta reads, for just fun, we got to pick up like new Sanderson book comes in. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. so yeah, it, it gets, good thing uh, he doesn't produce uh, very many. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. haven't read *Tress of the Emerald Sea*. Neither it's have gone I. Heard it's fantastic. Yeah, I know, and I haven't, I haven't gone around to it. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. It's not that that is time management is a big is a big deal. Oh, and yeah. so I, I, Bryce, I hope this hasn't happened for you yet. It has not happened for us either. But I know this for Daniel Green. And we interviewed Brian McClellan, the Powder Mage author, and yes, he said awesome. this, that when he got into writing, he stopped reading fantasy. And wow. Daniel Green, as he became a bigger booktuber and there was so much, it, he, he doesn't, uh, it, it's more work. It feels like more work for him. I, I don't want to speak for him because I think I heard that. It's more vague. But I know Brian did say he doesn't read for a time. now. I think he said like for a time it did. It for just, a time? Yeah, it ebbs and flows. But for Brian, for sure, he's just stopped reading fantasy for the yeah. most part. Has had, are you feeling that at all? I hope you're not feeling that. Are, are you I, feeling any fatigue? I can I can definitely say like the magic isn't there. Like for when I like I remember first starting and just having this magical feeling. I was like mm -hmm. scouring the blogs and the and like one of the you know it's still going today. SFF World is this great just like forum online because that's the you know was like the way to interact. Brand just created all the time. And Ooh, if you see my Lord. channel, like I'm a little too crazy about Malazan. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely not there. I'm trying. I'm gonna ramble. Hey everybody, Austin here. I have the lights like this just to set the mood of what I'm about to say. We had a full conversation with Bryce that went an hour long, and you might be wondering why am I cutting in at the 30 minute mark? Well. Rich and I, we tried recording in 4K for the first time, and stupidly, we didn't test a recording that went an hour long, so our encoder overloaded, and the file got corrupted halfway through, but we were able to salvage the the 28, 29 minutes that you just saw, and we wanted to upload it because Shelf Center Bryce was awesome. The rest of the conversation was so much fun. I wish 
we had the footage. Uh, we've been beating ourselves up over this. So sorry that this is this episode's cut short. And sorry to Bryce for not having the full thing. But there, there's literally nothing we can do to salvage it. And we're going to make sure this doesn't happen again. Oh, it, it really sucks because it was so, so, so much fun. Please go subscribe to Shelf Centered. Give him, give him some appreciation. And we'll be back next week with a new pod episode where this won't happen and we'll have of course other videos coming up sorry everybody i i wish we had the full hour-long episode i yeah I, I can't tell you how much how frustrating it is it really really sucks oh all right but with that note this has been Tudor ramble i'm gonna i'm not even gonna outro song this this one deserves it you know what let's outro this with a depressing somber song all right bye everybody This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.